This is The Stash, and you're listening to the Business Bottom Line podcast. Coming to you from the jewel city of the mountains, Greenville, Tennessee. We are in the foothills of the Smokies talking business with people just like you who are responsible for the bottom line. Sharing business tips to inspire, inform, improve, and turn your bottom line from red to black. And our guest today is Mr. John Chance, who is with Tash Associates in Greenville. So let's get acquainted. Tell us who you are and what you do. Well, I'm John Chance, just like you said. What I do, I am a producer. I work with people turning 65, Medicare, people already on Medicare, and also some life insurance, and we do uh, uh, annuities for people. Okay, so people retiring or with money that needs to be invested? Yes. Okay, okay. Now, do you work in the stock market or mutual funds or what do you have no do? it's not in stock markets the uh, the annuities are indexed they are tied to the stock market or they're indexed by the stock market but they're not tied to the stock market they're not invested in the, the stock market itself. okay okay all right uh so uh tell us something about your family well i'm widowed and uh, i have five children and two uh two uh Stepchildren, and I have 11 grandchildren, oh and one gosh. on the way to make 12. So, <laughs> you got enough to share with somebody you want to share? I do, well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a big old car to carry them all around <laughs> yeah. in. You're gonna have to have a bus to take all your grandkids with you, John. Oh, yes. Uh, well, that's good. They're, they're so, real. ages from where to where? From ages from five months to uh, 30. Oh, my goodness. Years. I know you was old enough to have a grandchild that old, John. I tell you what, I, I don't feel like it. But it's <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have a a favorite activity that you do with family when you get together, or whether it's all or part? What What's your favorite family activity? Uh, well, with grandkids, we like to go fishing. Hmm. Okay. And with just the kids and, and everybody together, we like to cook out and you know just stay around talking. Have a good time. Okay. So where, where's your favorite fishing hole? Where do you go? Cherokee Lake. Cherokee Lake. And what do you catch there? Anywhere from bluegill to bass. Okay. <laughs> Everything in We're between. Not discri- we don't discriminate. We just catch whatever we can get. <laughs> whatever gets on. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, do you have a favorite book or have you read a favorite book lately that uh, you would share with us and tell us what it is and why? Well, my favorite book, I've not read it. I've read it several times, but it's not been lately. It's called Personality Plus. It, oh. with the, what I do with working with different people, I try to learn different personalities so I know how to relate to them and work with them in a better way, and that's what this book teaches. Okay. So, so that's a, kind of a, a quasi-business book. Yes. But uh, probably helps with relationships, period. It I does. It does not only in business, but in personal relationships and all. And I enjoy people. And that's part of the reason that I enjoy the book. And learn yeah. how to relate to them and all. Well, it would be hard to be in this business if you didn't enjoy people, John. Yes, it That's would what be. it is. It, it people is. business. It is. All right. Well, tell me now. This is one of those quirky questions. Android or iPhone? Android. Android. Why? Huh? See, to me, it's simpler to operate. Okay. Now, you've had iPhones before, yes, haven't you? I've had one. Okay, okay. Well, we had another person that had been converted from iPhone, so mm-hmm. all my iPhone friends, uh, I'm after your people. They're okay. being converted to Android. 
Uh, it really, when you get deep into one system or the other, it's hard to change. Over. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's true. So what's the biggest hurdle you face uh, in your work every day? Is it is it people, technology, competition? What What is it if you said, this is the biggest hurdle I got? Well, ask me that three or four years ago, and it would have been technology. Hmm. Because I, when I started in this business, everything was paper, mm-hmm. and then when it's, everything started conter- converting over to technology, and it took me a while. At my age, it took me a while to grasp <laughs> to grasp it. Uh, I still don't have all the way around it, but I, I do better than what I did. Okay. And I Are you saying old dogs can't learn new tricks? Yes, they can, <laughs> if they want to. <laughs> Oh, that's true. I but agree. I, I, I guess though, really, uh, the overall thing, I guess technology is my biggest. Still, still a big hurdle. Yeah. Well, hurdle. you know, you never get through with it. You learn one system, and then there's another one, or you think you learn one, and they change it, it and does. so you have to learn the changes in it. So yeah. it, it is a constant challenge. That's true. Well, it relates to this business anyway, because the insurance business is always a evolving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's you fluid, know, that's it for is. sure. It's very it's, fluid, and we've uh, been able to, and technology helps you keep up with it, but it's just, yeah. it's, you got to learn one to learn the other that's, now. That's true. It's all integrated. You can't turn your computer off and do business because that's how the companies do business. It is. And it's how people want to do business, too. It is. Yeah. Any more it is, and particularly since COVID, or, uh, it has been more so. Yeah. Because yeah. It's kind of speeded up the changes, as it were. That's true. Well, Tell us, tell us what you do. In other words, what what's it feel like to get up in the morning and be John Chance? What what your activities look like? <laughs> Professionally? Yeah, uh, yeah, and you work. I mean, what what's that look like? Well, uh, a lot of times I, I don't even come to the office. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm like an old old timey doctor. I make house calls, and I go. <laughs> we see people at, at their homes or places that they would like to meet. Or we come, they some of them will come to the office, but uh, I work anywhere from Knox County line to Bristol. Mm, okay, and you cover most of East Tennessee. I cover then. most of East Tennessee. So you do yeah. quite a bit of driving. I do. Okay, I do. I do. How many miles you put on that vehicle every year? Uh, I put about ten thousand on mine last year. Okay. Well, that's that's not horrible now. That's no, but it you yeah. know short trips and yeah, uh, yeah. Talking for one of the one of our. Uh, associates here been doing a lot more driving than i am right now and he wore out yeah uh, the driving wears out more so than the work does. well that's true the driving is uh you have to pay attention they you don't have a self-driving car yet do you no not yet okay yeah. i'd like to hire me a show sometimes <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, patrick might apply for that job hey, if you we'll, uh, we'll talk after uh, this yeah to. That's, that's our uh, <laughs> audio engineer over there patrick he's pushing all the buttons and keeping us uh, on track here. We'll give him a good education. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, how does how does uh, what you do help other people? If you was going to explain what's the benefit, how, how does it help other people, what you do? Well, being with insurance, uh, you're transferring a risk from mm. yourself to a company okay, or to someone else. And what I do, I help people transfer their medical costs from themselves to different uh, various companies and, and ways to handle that. Uh, we uh, provide them with uh, 
either a Medicare supplement policy or a Medicare Advantage plan to various companies that we uh, contracted with. And also we uh, uh, work with them on prescription drug plans, which helps transfer prescription costs over to somewhere else. And it just, uh, uh, that, that helps that. Also, with the life insurance, it leaves a legacy for their family. Mm. If uh, true. that, or it'll help with their final expenses. And uh, so we transfer, help them transfer a lot of cost to someone else for, for a minimum amount of money for themselves. Okay. So so regardless of which piece of that you're talking about, uh, you're, you're talking about helping protect a family or, or a business or whatever, whoever you're working with, their financial interest. Yes. So that that's uh, what we're doing. Yeah, they don't get overwhelmed with yeah. whatever the cost might be. It is. And healthcare can overwhelm you quick on it, costs. Real quick, it can. Yeah. With personal experience and talking to clients and all and listening to their experiences and all, yes, mm-hmm. you can get overwhelmed real quick. Yeah. And and there's a part of that that's uh, that's peace of mind. Uh, that goes along with helping with that financial risk, transferring that risk, as you described it, where people can have peace of mind so they can sleep at night. Yes, yes. If I, like I was talking about personal experiences, some of the experiences I've had, if I'd had to come up with the money to cover some of the costs that I've had, I, I wouldn't sleep at all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, might, you might be uh, having to sell assets to pay, which, exactly. which people can get into that position. They can real quick. If, if they're not protected. Right. They, yeah. they can real quick. And that's where we talk about transferring the risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the risk is there, and you either have to take care of it yourself or get somebody to help you. Right. This is like I tell people when, they, when we're sitting down with them with Medicare, you've got you know, you've got two or three options with Medicare. You can just go with the basic Medicare, mm-hmm. A and B, or you can trans- you, and take care of what Medicare doesn't cover yourself, or you can go with the Medicare self-policy or Medicare Advantage plan and fill in the gaps of when Medi- what Medicare doesn't pay for. Mm-hmm. And that way they don't have to come out of pocket with that much money. If, yeah. they, if they just go with regular Medicare, You've got a twenty percent amount to cover out of pocket with no cap on it. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that can get nasty if you have it can uh, surgeries or have to be in the hospital for extended periods. Those kinds yes. of things. It yeah. can be. Yeah, that's true. And I know you do some work too. Uh, you didn't specifically mention this, but I know you do some work with people retiring and uh, having. Uh, part of 401k plans or, or other savings that they have moving in retirement. Just talk a little bit about how you approach that. Uh, well, you know, in talking with them and then bringing up what they have and what, you know, and I, we, we approach them with, with the idea of them covering that money in it where it would work for them uh, for a period of time, and then at some point in time, taking it and start drawing an income off of it, mm-hmm. which would out, which they cannot outlive, which it would for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And if there's any left over when they pass, that passes on as a legacy to whoever their beneficiaries are. Okay. Yeah. And so now you don't do like investments in the stock market, like you mentioned mm-hmm. that earlier, but you have a term that you call what you do. When you help people with with their money like that, it's uh, a safe money strategy. Is yeah, what we yeah. use. That's the terminology that we use. Yeah, I heard you say that before. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, it allows people to get some growth yes. on their existing funds without exposing them to big losses. It does, and it it, uh, it can gain money for you, but it will not lose money for you. Mm. Okay. You, you you can capture it, you know, all the gains that you make. You hang on to those, and uh, by indexed in the stock market, the better the stock market does, the better what your what these will do. But if the stock market backs up, starts going down, then you lock in everything that you've already gained. You do not lose anything. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a pretty important strategy in your later years after you've stopped working. Yes, it's very it's very conservative. Yeah, you, you, yeah. It's, and that's one of the things that a lot of people retiring and all they don't want to risk their money because mm-hmm. they can't really afford to. If they yeah. have a, if stock market crashes and they lose it, you know they're hurting. Yeah, they bad. can't get it back. No, I mean, it doesn't. You know, they yeah. can't. You know, a lot of, I've heard a lot of brokers talk about, stock brokers talk about, you know, you leave it in there long enough and it'll come back. Well, a lot of times retirees don't have a lot of time to leave yeah, it there. Yeah, In your earlier years of life, that is a good strategy. It is. Because it will come back. Yes. But in later years, it's much harder to get it back and you may not have time exactly. to wait you, for you're it. Not, you know, you don't have a way of replenishing what you've already lost. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well... Uh, you may have answered most of this before, but I'm just going to ask it this way. What's what's the biggest challenge for you in your work? And you were talking earlier about, uh, you know, uh, a hurdle being technology. But is there anything else that's a big challenge in your work that uh, you face day to day, week to week? Uh, if you are uh, in this business, you spend a lot of time trying to acquire clients, mm-hmm. trying to get appointments with people, and trying meeting different people. And the 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 biggest hurdle, I guess, is getting a strategy to work for you that would help you feed this on an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's not there's no one silver bullet with it. It's you see, it's a accumulation of different things that you do that okay. will do that. Yeah. Uh, there's an awful lot of uh, noise in today's world. Uh, there's information overload. Uh, it's so bad that people don't want to answer their phone if they don't recognize their number. So it's difficult to get uh, an opportunity to communicate with people. Yes, it is. Uh, even knowing that you may be able to help them, but getting that opportunity is a difficult thing. Isn't it? People, yes, it is. The people are so scared. Uh, I guess could be a word that you could use uh, of other people, uh, you know, being scammed. Yes, which is a lot of that's going on, it particularly is. with senior citizens. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big hurdle that we have to overcome. It, it is a. It, yeah. You're right. It's it's a big hurdle, and uh, you know, your own. You just have to talk to your own family, and you you yeah. realize the how mm-hmm. how. Uh, much of that goes on every day, and so it it creates a distrust uh, until somebody gets to know you and that you're trustworthy. So yeah. referrals are a big piece of yes, that. Yes, they are. People that and have worked with you. That they are a big piece of it. In 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 the last couple of three years, our refer my referrals personally have picked up mm-hmm. because you know uh, a brother or sister who's retired and you know they're referring us to family members or mm-hmm. friends and you know it has picked up particularly since all the robocalls have started mm-hmm. coming in and things like that then you know yeah. we do get the referral stuff yeah. that has picked up yeah i could see how that's a big hurdle uh 
If you had to say uh, or give your prediction of how the future is going to unfold, and, and you can pick an area. It doesn't, doesn't have to be, you know, people think about technology. We all know it's going to get uh, more advanced, whatever that means. Uh, means different things. different. But what, what do you see happening over the next year? Uh, just give us, a, give us a wild prediction. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> is the world going to end or what's going to happen, John? I don't know about that part of it yet, but, you know, <laughs> hey, if, if it doesn't, the sun's going to come up tomorrow, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm counting on that. Yes, I'm counting it on is. That. But, uh, no, what's going to happen the next year? I, th I think uh, people, the way things look right now, uh, people are going to be more conservative. Mm -hmm. They're going to uh, uh, rely on each other more so than where we've had in the past. A lot of people relying on the government. Uh, I think the way things are going with the government right now, there's a lot of distrust in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, Can't argue there. And uh, I think people are going to have to learn to rely on each other and on their own resources to to get by. And well, yeah, family. I think the family uh, is going to continue to maybe maybe in a sense be a revival of the importance of family and community. I'm thankful we live in a community like we do. Yes, where we have uh, sensible leaders and uh, of good character. And uh, that's a blessing to us in a community that sometimes we don't think about, right? Uh, because not every community, every city has that, but we we do here locally, and uh, I'm thankful for that. With having yeah. friends and all that has been in local government, uh, you know, they they worry a lot about the people that they do represent and what's sure. going on, and it's a they're very cognizant about uh, yeah. what's what what they need to be doing and looking at. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I hope your prediction's good because I think uh, the more we stay connected and rely on uh, family and friends, the better off we are in the long run as people and a community mm -hmm. as well. Well, I think people are finding out now that the government's not not the answer mm -hmm. to what they, at one point in time they, yeah. they was thinking, but I, I think they're finding out now the government's not the answer to our problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree with that. Uh, Hopefully that's uh, that's the truth. What you're saying that people are. Well, uh, let's let's wrap up with this uh, question. Uh, we always ask everybody to give the the best bottom line business tip, uh, business life tip that you can give, uh, because this is the bottom line podcast. Right. So, what what is your bottom line tip that you can give uh, to business or or life tip that uh, you think can make a difference? Pay attention to the small details of what they do and how their business is run and uh, with their clients, customers. I think the, 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 small, the small things that you do daily adds to what your business is and what your bottom line can be. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Uh, take care of the details. Uh, the big things tend to uh, get focused on easily, but the details often make the difference. And I know uh, we have some... Uh, people who are really good with details and uh if they're if they're building your house or if they're putting your insurance policy together those details are important <laughs> yes they you are. want them to be right they so are. that's that's a good uh that's a good tip for everybody well that's a wrap for today's business bottom line podcast take that tip and make your bottom line turn from red to black 
and we'll see you next time right here in the jewel city of the mountains greenville tennessee this is the stash saying we're here to inspire inform and improve your bottom line so you can grow grow grow